0: Chapter 29 of Uncle Wiggily on the Farm This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Story 29 Uncle Wiggily and the Catnip Well, aren't you up pretty early in the morning, asked Uncle Wiggily Long the rabbit gentleman, as he came out of his hollow stump farmhouse one day and saw Kitty Cat, the little kitten girl, standing near the front porch. Oh, I don't know, not so very, she answered, while she curled her tail around in a circle to make a soft seat for the butterfly that was fluttering around the flowers after honey. I'm going on an errand, you see, Uncle Wiggily." An errand, exclaimed the old rabbit gentleman. Where to pray tell? Oh, just over to where Petey and Jackie Bow Wow, the little puppy dogs live, answered Kitty. I want to get some of their dog biscuits. Mother didn't have time to make any bread today, so she thought Mrs. Bow Wow might lend her some biscuits. They're nearly as good. Every bit, I should say, spoke Uncle Wiggily. Only if kitty cats eat dog biscuit, won't there be trouble? Trouble? How? asked Kitty, surprised like. I mean, won't the dog biscuits growl and bark at the cats? Oh, how funny you are, laughed Kitty, making her eyes go sideways like an automobile in a slippery street. Of course puppy cakes or even dog biscuits can't bark. Well, if a tree can have a bark, why can't a dog biscuit, asked Uncle Wiggily, joking like. Well, they don't, said Kitty, and then laughing to herself at funny Uncle Wiggily, she started on across the fields of the bunny uncle's farm towards the place where Jackie and Peetie Bow Wow lived in their kennel house. Wait a minute, I'm coming with you, Kitty, said Uncle Wiggily. I have to go look and see that my onion bed has plenty of covers on so that the pansy flowers won't catch cold. So Mr. Longears went with Kitty Cat across the fields of his farm. They had not gone very far before the little kitten girl began to sniff and snuff the air, and a sort of happy look came over her face, just as it does on yours when you see a lollipop or an ice cream cone. "'What's the matter, Kitty?' asked Uncle Wiggily as she began to hop, skip, and jump across the green grass. "'Oh, isn't it just too nice for anything?' meowed Kitty." Isn't it lovely? Oh, how good it smells and how good it will taste. What? asked the bunny gentleman. Your supper? No, I'm talking about catnip, Katie answered. See, here is some growing in the fence corner of your farm. May I have a few leaves? Why, of course you may, all you want, spoke Uncle Wiggily. But what is catnip? To me it looks like a weed, and if it is, I'll have to pull it up. Oh, don't do that, begged Kitty. At least not until I get some to take home to my mother, Tommy and Joey. We kittens all just love catnip. It's as nice to us as carrots or lettuce leaves are to you rabbits, Uncle Wiggily. Oh, I must have a bit. So Kitty Cat took some of the green catnip leaves and chewed them. She rubbed her head against them, and she wanted to turn a somersault right into the bunch of catnip, but she remembered that she was getting to be quite a large cat girl now, and turning somersaults is only for little girls or tomboy ones. But anyhow, Kitty had a nice time with the catnip, and she went on to the Bow Wow house while Uncle Wiggily skipped over to the Onion and Pansy beds. "'Queer things certainly do grow on my farm,' thought the rabbit gentleman. "'Fancy now, catnip! First I know peppermint drops and chocolate creams will be springing up!' But he was glad Kitty Cat was made happy by the catnip, which all kittens seem to love more than they do candy. And Uncle Wiggily picked and took with him some of the soft green leaves. "'I'll show them to Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy,' he said. "'Maybe she could make a pudding sauce of them.' "'Well, Uncle Wiggily was walking along over his farm, "'seeing how nicely the things are growing, "'and he was carrying the catnip in his paw, "'when all of a sudden, out from behind a bush, "'something jumped, and a voice cried. "'Aha! Now I have him! "'At last I have caught him "'just where I can carry him off to my den. "'Aha!' "'And there was the bad old ear-scratching cat again!' But just as Uncle Wiggily thought the cat was going to jump on him and maybe claw him as well as scratch his ears, the cat just turned as kind and gentle as could be. She meowed very softly and rubbed against Uncle Wiggily, purring so nicely. And then she began nibbling at the catnip the bunny gentleman had in his paw. All at once he understood. This bad ear-scratching cat likes catnip as much as Kitty does, said Uncle Wiggily. I'll just leave a bit here for her to roll about in, and I can run safely home. And that's what he did. As soon as the bit of catnip was on the ground, the bad cat, who was made good all of a sudden, began to tumble all over it, and she liked the green leaves so much that she never even noticed the bunny. So Mr. Longears got home safely, which shows you that catnip is good for something else than making tea for babies. That night, for the first time in a long while, the ear-scratching cat didn't yowl and keep everybody awake. She went to sleep after eating the catnip, and she forgot all about the rabbit gentleman. And if the stone lid doesn't shut down so tightly that the coffee pot can't find a place to hide when the tea strainer chases it off the timetable? I'll tell you next about Uncle Wiggily and the baked potatoes. End of chapter 29.